Hi, I'm Geeta and I'm Swati. Welcome to episode 12 of the Autism Everyday podcast. Today we're going to talk about sleep hygiene and your child with autism. Just a little heads up for those of you tuning in only now. Geeta and I are BCBAs. We run Weekend, a resource center for autism in Chennai, and we are passionate about parent training, education, and of course, ASD. So one of my personal complaints is that I don't sleep very well. <laughs> and interestingly, research indicates that there is a huge population out there dealing with sleep issues. And this gets tougher if you happen to be on the autism spectrum. A study conducted in 2019 indicated that almost 80% of preschoolers with ASD have sleep issues. Wow, that's that's a really big number. Mhm. So why does this happen? There is no one clear answer. It could be a combination of factors like comorbidities like ADHD, anxiety, depression, could be gastrointestinal issues. Uh it could simply be the lack of routines um, and a properly implemented sleep hygiene could also be the reason so our focus today is going to be on you know exploring how do we implement routines and how do we make a sleep hygiene protocol that can you know make sleep a positive and less stressful word in your dictionary oh yeah right um what happens if your child does not sleep well I mean the first thing yes it upsets the parents routine uh, the child will be cranky and so will you mm-hmm. um it ends up making the child groggy and even grumpy throughout the day uh this automatically limits learning right opportunities to learn and the effects of intervention for that day are gone because the child is not attending at all he's probably tired and this sets off a cycle of delayed bedtimes because he he didn't sleep well last night so he takes a nap sometime during the day as a result he sleeps late that night and so on and this goes on and on and on and sets up a vicious cycle making the whole sleep routine go for a toss pretty much what happens to us when we have a bad night's sleep you don't end up having the most productive day sometimes there's this little feeling that you have a headache uh tend to be more dis- most distracted throughout the day and can even be a little bit on edge so as your mood goes right throughout the day so how do you get your child to go to sleep and importantly stay asleep yeah so to answer that first up you want to set up a bedtime routine that starts at the very same time every day you want to encourage a pattern for your child and for yourself a pre-bed routine could consist of maybe a shower, a story or a bedtime book that can help your child feel sleepy and sort of slow down after the day. If your child is older, let's say 9 or 10, then you know, he could read independently as a way to slow down for the day. And if he doesn't read, then maybe you can get together and have a quiet chat about the day that went by. Yeah. um you want in most important ensure consistency mhm so bedtime routines remain standard as do wake up times regardless of school days or holidays while you know you may know that oh, it's a holiday tomorrow and it's okay to wake up a little late it becomes a problem when this is a child with autism and you know we keep changing routines every now and then they just don't fall into those patterns many times um also children with autism seemingly don't have that clear distinction of day and night 
particularly those with lack of sufficient routines so on a broader note to help them understand the routine of getting up going to bed concept of day and night one of the things that you know a parent can use is a visual calendar so at the beginning of the day you kind of circle the date maybe and you know um talk to the child about the day or the what are we going to do through the day anything significant and at the end of the day before getting into bed the last thing the child does as a part of his bedtime routine is to cross off the day uh, and say so that kind of signals that the day is coming to an end and that that's time to um that is it's time to go to sleep so it's it's a kind of very uh, concrete way of bringing in these concept into your child's life uh we also hear of some parents telling us that their child is dependent on the presence of one of them in order to fall asleep and stay asleep yeah some of them fall asleep and then the parent quietly gets up and goes away and or you will find that the child is awake and insisting that you come and lie down so you want to provide your child with something that they can hold on to instead of you it can be a pillow or a favorite cuddly toy or a special blanket anything anything at all you want to create that something that they can depend on and that specific item must be something that is so hyped up as something very precious something that belongs exclusively to the child and something that is very closely associated with bed times and provides the child with a sense of security so it is given to the child when he comes to bed with that excitement every day oh look look what we have here here's your pillow or here's your blanket or here's your favorite toy and you know it's given to the child and he gets access to it only when it's bedtime which means the rest of the day it is securely put away somewhere else so even if your child requires you to be sitting there or lying near him ensure that the blanket or pillow or toy or whatever is that is closest to him so that you can fade away your physical presence uh, over a period of time yeah absolutely it's also important for your child to have his own bed and his own space and his privacy as do you so culturally one of the things that we've noticed is that we allow children into our beds for the longest time <laughs> and it almost seems cruel or rather we get those looks like what are you saying when we you know ask parents to allow their child to sleep alone someone as young as 2 years of age can actually be trained to sleep on his own in his own bed but that can be seen as utterly cruel <laughs> i mean how can you do that right <laughs> but but the truth is children and babies even need their own space their own bed where they can sleep safely and independently and it's important to start working on moving your child to his own bed and his own room as early as today at least his own <laughs> bed to start with i know <laughs> so let's talk device and screen time while this is going to be a podcast for another day on a broader note it's just important for that your child if he is exposed to ipads or mobiles or the television then it's important to ensure that he does not use it at least 3 hours before bed the lights and sounds from the device delay your body's internal clock and can suppress sleep inducing hormones like melatonin from being produced um you know talking of culture and um 
what is expected socially where we come from there is a cultural belief that the child's stomach needs to be full <laughs> for him to continue to sleep through the night and uh, because waking up it's believed that child gets hungry and so he he's disturbed or wakes up so many parents actually have a bottle of milk available for the child right there in the bedroom so any time that he stirs it, he is given that milk bottle and he just falls asleep drinks it practically in his sleep and goes back to sleep now this is disturbing because first up you could cause gastrointestinal issues by keeping his stomach full yeah and it's a choking hazard i mean the child is actually lying down right exactly and of course there is a matter of dental hygiene to worry oh, yeah. about rotting <laughs> teeth we don't need that yes <laughs> so to sum up do you want to ensure that you turn off the lights at the same time every single day you want to ensure that the pre-bed routine is fixed and it doesn't change your child needs to have a sleep dependency that is an inanimate object and not you and you want to ensure that you're staying clear of devices and television at least 3 hours before bed so with that we wrap up today's episode of autism everyday let us know if these tips worked for you or if you tried something else and you hit jackpot then reach out to us at wechallengeautism@gmail.com or dm us at wechallengeautism on instagram and facebook we are waiting to hear from you thank you for tuning into our podcast stay safe and see you next time